Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of his word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a ministry of Bible to School. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 107. Have you ever wondered what tangible impact Bible to School has on its students? I'm super excited to introduce to you today high school sophomore Colson Erb, who's here to chat about his journey with Jesus. And Colson is a graduate of our Bible to School program. You'll be inspired by this young man's story, his advice, and encouragement. So be sure to hang around after this discussion to hear how the kids in your life can be kingdom shakers just like Colson. Has your child been a part of Bible to School? Do you volunteer in a program? Please take a moment to tell us about your experience. Your stories are part of what keeps this ministry going and serves as the encouragement that others need to know that God is on the move in and through your children, families, and communities. You can connect with us from our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's www.BibleTheNumber2School.com. Or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest at Bible2School. As always, don't forget to share this episode with your friends so everyone can learn about the eternal impact of this public school ministry. Are you ready for Colson to spur you on to share Jesus with everyone in your circle of influence? Let's join his conversation with Corey now. Well, hi, Colson. Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Awesome. I'm I'm so excited because you and I are friends and we've known each other a long time. How old are you again? So I'm 15 and I'm about to be a sophomore in high school. You are. You are. Mm-hmm. And as a teenager here, can you tell us where we could, what you could find on your music playlist right now Ooh, if we took a peek at it? Good question. You know, I've always been a Toby Mac fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Ever since, oh, yeah. Ever since I was young. So I would say probably like his song Backseat Driver. Also probably the song Waterfall by Chris Tomlin. That's an older one, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. like both of those. So good good oh, yeah. choice. Very good choice. I know a lot about your story because I've known you a while through Bible to School, through our Bible program that we have in, in public elementary schools across uh, the country. But there's going to be people listening today from all over the United States, even in different countries. I told you we have some in Canada. We have some in South America. We have some in Vietnam. But they've never heard of you. So, you know, let's give them a little background about you. Tell, tell us about you yourself, Colson. All right. Well, I mean, for starters, I joined Bible to School in about third grade. You know, I was raised in a really great Christian home and was privileged with two great Christian parents who brought me up and taught me about Jesus. Yeah. And you have siblings? Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have uh, three siblings. They're all younger than me. And a cool thing is that they're actually all adopted. And that was a really neat and encouraging thing for our family to adopt them and give three kids a home. Awesome. So how, how much was the age difference with you and your brothers and sisters? So my youngest sibling is my sister. She is eight. And then I have two brothers and they are 10 and 14. 10 and 14. So it's three against one there, isn't it? With the, I, 
Yeah, I have three boys yeah. as well. And there's I I'm always the one that gets it. So Oh yeah. But you protect that younger sister, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Good. Get us the oldest. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Oh yeah. Oh wow! So, and you're in high school. You said you're a sophomore right now. Mm-hmm. Are you in? Are you in any sports or what? What do you do for fun? Yeah, so I'm in soccer and volleyball. I actually had a soccer workout this morning before this, and uh, I have two open gyms for volleyball and soccer tomorrow. So those are like my two main sports. And then I'm also involved in lots of clubs. I'm actually uh, the president of our like grade level this upcoming school year, and I'm in like student council. You're president of the mm-hmm. sophomore class? Yeah, I was oh. elected. That was pretty cool to do that and a good blessing from God. But yeah. Anything else? Well, I'm also in like student council and involved in the Fellowship of Christian Students group at school, as well as like, I don't know if you'd count like being on honor roll or anything, but. Oh, oh I count it. Yeah. <laughs> when you're on honor roll, that's a big deal. So good oh, job yeah. keeping your studies up with all that stuff you do. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a really cool story to tell about your journey in elementary school and middle school and in high school with God. And here it, you can tell the children. We're always talking about how can you tell other people, children, especially about God. Well, you are one that you were telling your peers about God. So we're going to dive into that a little bit. And you attended Bible to School, our program that mm-hmm. teaches the Bible to public school children during their school day over lunch and recess or in the middle of the day, sometimes over lunch and recess. But I think yours was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Tell me, when did you start attending Bible to School, Colson, and why? So, yeah, I think it was third grade that I originally uh, started attending Bible to School. I just, I do remember actually, my mom came up to me one day. It was um, just in the middle of some day and was like, Colson, there's this thing called Bible to School going on. It's basically where you're going to skip part of your school day, which automatically was a great part for me because getting out <laughs> of school anytime was great. But and then the second she is, Ed, and you're going to get to learn about Jesus and it's going to be with lots of your friends from school. And immediately I was hooked that I just thought was going to be awesome. So I was immediately just all for it and then started going into it and I absolutely loved it. Cool. Cool. What do you remember about Bible to School? Because it was second, third, and fourth grade. (laughs) So it was a little while ago. Your memory is probably better than mine. Uh, But what kinds of things did you do in the program? What did you like about it? Well, I mean, my favorite lesson that I can definitely remember from Bible to School would probably be this one where one of the leaders would have a jar he would first put rocks in the jar and then he would put like some other like pebbles in the jar and then he would put some other stuff in the jar and basically the rocks would represent the big stuff in life the pebbles the littler stuff in life and the sand the tiny details and he was saying how if you put the big stuff first you can make everything fit in your time and the big stuff would be like god and all that kind of stuff whereas if you put the sand in first and then the pebbles and then the big rocks it doesn't all fit in the jar so that's one lesson I can say I would definitely remember. Some other things about but, Bible. I'm going to back up a second. Why, that was Abraham, and that was mm-hmm. trust and putting God yeah. first. So tell me, how did that apply to your life? I mean, what, why did that stick out to you? That really stuck out to me because, I don't know, I feel like back then, my mind, I mean, I was just a little kid, but it was always go, 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 do the next thing, do the next thing, do whatever the best and most fun thing was. And it really kind of 
took me back and realized like, well, hey, growing up, I'm going to need to be more responsible and uh, think more about the things I do and the things I say and how I go through things throughout my day. And I feel like it really took me in a way where I realized I needed to kind of think about what I do more and that I need to put the big things like God, family, friends, and school or whatever else first before I can do the little tiny things like playing on my iPad or a soccer ball in my backyard. Wow. So it made you think about prioritizing God first and other mm-hmm. things behind that. that that's Definitely. excellent. And you, you remember that. That's really impressive. I mean, yeah. you're a guy and to give up your lunch and your recess, what was that like once a week to go to a Bible class? You know, it, it I always... like I like recess. I mean, I, oh, I, yeah. I know you do probably too. <laughs> yeah, recess is sure fun. I definitely miss it in high school. But um <laughs> yeah, but I mean at first, I was all gung-ho about Bible to school. And as it went on, I would kind of probably think a little bit more about, man, am I really, like, is it worth it to miss recess for this? But I'm going to be honest, my answer every time was yes. Anytime I get to spend like time learning about the Lord for me, at least, I would just definitely give up recess. I mean, there are always people in school. And one thing that's probably cool about it is like, as a young age, recess was like the dream. It was the best part of school, no matter like what grade you were in. And for people to be missing recess, it kind of sparked like a thought, I feel like in other people's heads who weren't attending Bible to school, like, wow, they're missing recess for something. It must be really special and important to miss recess. For it. <laughs> yeah. So it was another way to another way to witness to them, right? Yes, exactly. Learning about God is so good. It's better than recess. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. How do you ask Jesus to be part of your life? At Bible to School, we use a child-friendly acronym to explain how to ask Jesus to be part of your life forever. We call it the CBAs. C stands for confess. Everyone needs to confess that you've sinned and made bad choices. B stands for believe. Believe that Jesus died for the forgiveness of your sins. A stands for ask. Ask God to forgive your sins and ask Him to be a part of your life forever. Confess, believe, and ask. CBA, that's it. Simple language to convey a profound foundation for faith. Continued Bible study of God's Word and discipleship will continue to build truths on this foundation so young faith can grow and deepen, starting with the CBAs. Now, what I love about you, Colston, is that you really love people. And obviously, you're president, were voted president of your class. So you're a people person. And you even were when you were, I remember meeting you in third grade, and you were a people person. And But you have a great story to tell us about talking to one of your friends on a field trip. Mm-hmm. You were in third grade. Can you tell us that story? Walk us through that story, what, what the day was like. Yeah. Well, for starters, we were on a trip to the Fulton Theater to see the show Jack and the Beanstalk. I can remember that. And <laughs> I remember getting on the bus. My one buddy, he came up to me and he was like, hey, Colson, want to be bus partners? And I was like, sure. So we're riding the bus and we get to the theater. We were all dressed up because it was a nice theater. And we walk in, we're sitting, we're sitting in the show. And one part throughout the show, randomly, he, he taps my shoulder and he's like, hey, Colson, I have a question for you. And he basically proceeds to ask me about, Jesus and like that kind of stuff. And he was just talking to me. And remember, this is like little third grade me. And it was a really cool experience for me to get to tell one of my friends about Jesus. He had recently attended Bible to school 
uh, that previous week and the weeks prior. And that kind of like sparked some thoughts in his head about it. And he just told me about his family, his background. And he basically asked me how to accept Jesus into his heart, um, wow. which was really cool. And he said, you know, I have a Bible at home, but no one really ever reads it. And I've always been curious about it. I actually, I do remember him saying that to me specifically. And yeah, so basically from Bible to school then on that Fulton field trip, sparked those thoughts in his head and his curiosity and got him to accept Jesus into his heart. And then on the way home, we were talking about it the whole time. That was just like the thing of the day. I don't remember a thing about the play, but yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Jack and the Beanstalk was out the window, huh? Literally. <laughs> yep. Wow. And how did you know how to, how to lead him to Christ? Was that from Bible to school? Was that, I know you do go to church and you were raised in a Christian home, but how did that happen? I mean, you knew how. In Bible to school, they do teach the CBAs which is confess, believe, and ask. And I feel like that really helped me talk to him about it, which is confess that you're not perfect to Jesus and he needs to forgive your sins. Believe in Jesus and God and also ask him to be the Lord of your life. And I feel like, I mean, we just had Bible to school that week. That was just in my head. And I feel like that really led me into talking to him about that. And Bible to school really, really, really helped and structured that for me to help him lead Jesus into his life. Wow. I, that's great. I mean, leading people to Christ, even it, it's kind of scary, even to adults, yeah. you know, I mean, and there's a lot of adults out there listening. It's very simple. I, I mean, that, that confess, you know, that you, hey, you're, you're not perfect and you're a sinner and then mm-hmm. believe that Jesus is your savior, that he, only he can save you. And because sometimes we think we can save ourselves, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I could just be good enough if I could just do it be- better. And that's not true. That's a false thing. And and so actually ask him that moment of asking him. And that must have been so rewarding for you to do that with your friend. That That, yeah. that is so, so cool that you are bold enough and courageous enough to do that. And you paid attention. I mean, you could have shrugged the guy off and said, I'm listening to Jack and the Beanstalk, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So after elementary school, you went through three years of Bible school and cool things happened like that. Things kept going with you, with your faith journey, didn't it? I mean, what exactly you would show your faith? I mean, you, people knew you were a believer. So what happened in middle school? I, I think it was, what, eighth grade, something specific happened? Yeah. So skipping way ahead, all the way to eighth grade from that little third grade me and in Bible school. Uh, I had this teacher and she basically reached out to me one day in class and she was my English teacher and asked me if I wanted to start a fellowship of Christian students club in the middle school. And at first I was like, wait, how did you even know I was a Christian? Like, this is so cool. She basically told me that she knew my aunt and my aunt had talked to her about me and told her about me and some of my friends. So she so do you, reached out. So do you hear that? Do you hear that aunt, the people who are ants out there? When you talk and, and brag about your kids, like things happen. So it's, it's okay to brag about your nieces and nephews. That's pretty cool that oh, she yeah. did that. Those nieces <laughs> and nephews can change the world someday for the better. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much, basically, she asked me to help start that. And I mean, I said, yes, I just, I wasn't really super involved with anything at the time. And I had open space Friday mornings, thankful to Jesus for that to be able to start this. And I reached out to some of my friends and pulled them together and we made a group chat over text and we're talking about it. And a couple of weeks later on a Friday called a meeting and we basically talked about starting this program, what we would do. And, you know, not too long after we had 
30 kids showing up, 30, 40 kids to 30. Yeah. Wow. Did you think it was going to be that many? You know, at first we thought only like five or seven kids were going to be coming to that because, I mean, we had no idea what was going to happen. We never, the last time actually, I think every single person in that group of leaders went to Bible to school with me when I was, which was pretty cool. Actually, I think we looked back at photos from Bible to school um, with my mom and saw that. So that's a pretty cool thing. That was a really, really cool experience uh, starting that. And I mean, we had worship, we had a sermon and prayer, and it, it was really cool. Now, did you do the worship or part, the message part of it? Or how did what happened? So at first, I feel like the teacher kind of called on me. So I kind of felt like a sense of leadership, like I had to. So I did the sermon and I played guitar for worship. But later on, I realized like, you know, a good leader doesn't just do everything himself. He assigns people to doing other stuff. So we had it like rotating throughout and different people doing a sermon each week, different people praying. I mean, we had kind of the same general worship team of the whole time, which was Mm -hmm. uh, me playing guitar, my friend on piano and two of my other friends singing. Doing some Toby Mac or something like that? (laughs) Actually, we did do a couple Toby Mac songs, I think. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so you involved people, you got people Mm -hmm. excited about it. Do you think there was, was there a, a, in this group, did you know, were they all believers or were there some people just checking it out? Actually, I do know of one kid who ended up, I had no idea that he was a believer. And because of the whole Fellowship of Christian Students thing, we would go on the announcements and he saw the announcements and went to my teacher and told her he wanted to be a youth pastor when he grew up, which was really cool because, I mean, I knew the kid, but I wasn't close to him. I didn't know that he had interests like that. So I invited him. He started coming, and now he's a pretty good friend of mine, and I think that would be pretty cool if he did end up getting to be youth faster in the future. That is cool. And the other thing, I mean, so it's legal for, well, we know it's legal for Bible to school to do this in, in elementary school, but for middle school and high school, student led faith and prayer and those those are allowed. I mean, that is absolutely allowed yeah. in public school. You do not check your faith at the door. I mean, you are mind, body, and soul, and it is legal. The founding fathers put that in there. It's legal to do this. And so you took advantage of your yeah. religious freedom, right? And you led a whole group, worshiped, and a message, and, and then you delegated. I mean, goodness, it's like the, just like the early church. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, God definitely gave me encouragement for that because at first, like starting that kind of thing wasn't exactly, I mean, I had never done anything like that, started anything before. But I would also say Bible to school definitely gave me encouragement and seeing at a young age what Bible to school could do in those school groups, I think definitely helped me start that up and seeing how Bible to school could take the Lord to school. Well, so can we and so can my friends and we can start our own thing. Wow, that's great. I mean, one time you said to me when we talked, you said something about you thought church was church. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Well, I think a big like realization for me at a young age was I always thought church was church and school was school. I and mean, they were like two separate things. But when Bible to school came in, it showed me that church is church and school is school. But school can also be church and the church can be inside school. And yeah. another I feel like part of that is, I mean, we are the church and us around us, and we can bring the church to the school. Excellent. Yeah, you are so, so right. So you're so right about that. I got to ask you another question. I mean, our time's getting close here, 
But who is your favorite person in the Bible? You're a leader, and I hear it all the way through you, mm-hmm. through and through. Who is your favorite person in the Bible? Um, maybe somebody you'd want to meet, that you're excited to meet when you get to heaven. Honestly, I think I would say David. I mean, David. I, like King David. I would say not only, I mean, did he defeat Goliath and he had all that and got on his side, but I would also say because I love to write music. And I mean, I would say he's one of the best songwriters in the Bible. Ooh. I mean, he wrote Psalms. So yeah, yeah, that. I mean, I feel like the obvious answer is also Jesus, but well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another one I think would be cool would be uh, Mary, Jesus' mother. I think it would be really cool to talk to her about raising Jesus and that kind of stuff. Yeah, what was he like as a teenage boy, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a feeling that he's, he probably acted a lot like you. Very kind to others. And Thank you. you're doing a great job. I mean, you're Colson, you're bold. I mean, you're on this podcast at sophomore in high school, and <laughs> you're talking about God. You're not afraid to. This podcast is called You Can Tell the Children, and you're, you tell the children around you. Awesome job. Awesome job. So everyone's listening. We'd love to know what is your encouragement that you could share with maybe other students, maybe other adults to be bold in their faith like you are? I mean, I would really say that whether you're a student or an adult or a little kid or someone all the way in retirement listening to this, I would say every day as you're out and about passing the streets, you're always going to pass someone who needs Jesus in your life. And Whenever you get the opportunity or you can take the opportunity and create one to get to share Jesus into someone's life, I mean, just take it because he is the Lord and Savior and we can't get to heaven without him. He is the one way and the only way. He is the only path. Every single time, I mean, someone goes without Jesus, every single time someone gets to heaven and accepts Jesus into their hearts, it says that all the angels in heaven are clapping and rejoicing. And I think that's just a beautiful thing to picture. So I think if you ever get the opportunity or you can create an opportunity to tell someone about Jesus, take it. You're not going to lose anything from it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing it. Awesome. Colson is always such a joy to talk to you. And I know our listeners are enjoying you as well and probably learned a lot here. Wisdom from the young, (laughs) definitely. Would you mind ending us in prayer, Colson? Sure. Thank you. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, I just thank you for the opportunity for me to come on this amazing podcast today with Corey and just the chance that we've gotten to talk today. God, you are in every single person's life and you love every single person. God, please forgive us for everything. And thank you for being with us throughout everything that we go through. Please give us encouragement as we go throughout our days in the upcoming weeks, months, and years. And please give us the bold confidence to share with others about you. In your name, Lord Jesus, amen. Amen. Are you ready to take on Colson's challenge to share Jesus with others when the opportunity arises? I love this kid's passion, and I hope you were just as motivated by what he shared. Are your kids equipped with the truth that we are the church and we can bring the church to school? Like Corey said, they don't need to check their faith at the door. And speaking of doors, we just released a blog mini-series that will cover three things you should say to your children before they head out the door. You'll definitely want to head to our website and check it out. To learn more about this public school ministry, explore our newly designed website at bible school.com. That's bible2school.com. 
Find out how Bible to School is legal, where it's happening, and how you can get involved in making a kingdom impact on your patch of ground, just like Colson. Lastly, this podcast updates weekly, so be sure to come back for some brand new content from one of my favorite teachers who will help us uncover God's calendar in real time. Until then, friends, enjoy the new flavors and scents that come with September. And remember, you can tell the children in your life about Jesus.